0: Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 livestream podcast hosted by Encore entrepreneurs Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. Join us as we interview experts who share their knowledge and experience to provide actionable tips to land more clients nurture leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelly and Toby live every Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook. Hello, and welcome to Messages and Methods. I'm your host, Shelly Carney. Today we'll be talking about proposals, who needs to use proposals, why they should use them, and what they've done for us and our business, and uh, we're happy to share that with you today aren't we?
1: Yes. We are damned cheerful to share this with you today. uh, We're in actually good spirits. It's just that I thought of something that I wanted to put on our show flow that I didn't Uh, but we'll talk about it just a little bit later. So uh, first of all, we would appreciate it if you like our programming. YouTube likes it when you like our programming, share with your family, your friends, your neighbors, your business associates, the entirety of your social network so that we can grow the channel. And finally, if you are not already a subscriber, this would be the ideal time to subscribe. That way, every time we schedule a live stream or we start the live stream, you'll be uh, immediately informed and as a result in the know. Second thing I'd like to point out is that the Super Chat light is lit but I think I want to tell you about another feature right now and I'm not going to remember the name of it. Super thanks. Super thanks. <laughs> so here's this brand new cute, cool feature for those of us that can earn super chat. Uh, YouTube has just made available something called super thanks. So if you go back one of to one of our, I don't know, videos of 2007, you want to see when you want to see the video where you can I recorded any of our past videos. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't
0: have to be a specific one.
1: And where did you, where's the super thanks thing? I wanted to bring up a window, but I've, like I said, I forgot. Oh, it's, it's down to the bottom of the window?
0: Yeah, it's right underneath the, where, you know, you can like or un- dislike or uh, whatever, right along underneath the video. And that's not going to be on today's video because it's live. It's only uh, on the past videos. And then you'll see the For like example- um, the thanks button and you just click on the thanks button and it will let you donate money to our cause. <laughs> to, our to, our cause. to our
1: channel. I like calling it our cause. I yeah. think that's okay. <clears throat>
0: so that's kind of fun.
1: So, so now we have super chat and Super thanks. Super thanks. Oh, yeah.
0: cool. With that. Thank so you can thank, thank us you. for our video. Thank and then you. we'll thank you back when we see it. We will let you know. Thank
1: you, YouTube. Yeah. Nice it's people. Cool. YouTube. Who's in the room? Bobby Brass is in the room. He speaks Spanish and English. He says, Hola, peeps. <laughs> and Jim in Ohio may or may not be in the hot tub, but he's in the room. I don't what know is what? that? That's a picture. It's an something. airplane in Flying in the Clouds. No? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, okay.
1: So apparently Apple released uh, several hundred, several thousand new emojis.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: People are having fun with them. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to see if I'm going to get that pop sound in my head.
0: How about we open the slides and get uh, this party started? Are
1: you ready to roll on that? Yeah, that's a remove button. Okay, I'm not going to do the remove button.
0: So today's topic in the Livecast lifestyle is proposals. Why and how?
1: Did you want to advance this slide?
0: Yeah, if I had the mouse, I would do uh, it. But you're you have the mouse, so I've,
1: I'm gonna and I'm in control. You you're, go ahead. You're
0: in control. Yeah, Toby's off the charts. I am see.
1: off the charts in control.
0: What are proposals? So we looked up online. What are proposals? And it told us a plan or suggestion, especially a formal or written one, put forward for consideration or discussion by others. And we feel that it's important to conclude with your offer. When you put out a proposal, you end with the offer. Uh, We're gonna do this for you. It's gonna cost this much money. Do you wanna do that? And uh, they can sign and accept it. And then it becomes an exhibit in your contract with your client.
1: So most people don't see, not all people, I shouldn't say most people, not all people see a proposal as a method for moving forward to the pricing question and the the, uh, contracting question, we do. And the product that we're going to show you in a little while sees it the same way that if uh, a client should be offered the opportunity to agree to the proposal. Now that generally a proposal doesn't have contractual terms in it, uh, but I'll also share a product with you that uh, does have, when you send out the first invoice, it has contract with it and you can attach your proposal as an exhibit to the contract. So everybody knows, and, and they have to sign those things. So everybody knows along the way where you're going. And it's real helpful if you happen to be working with a client who's, who's hesitant to move along or has other priorities or things like that. Uh, submitting, and we're gonna talk about the whys, but getting them, this helps them to move forward. Uh, because what they're doing the whole time is they're, uh, you're allowing them to build confidence in you. And you, the quality of your proposal is one of the ways that um, that you do that.
0: And who should use proposals? (laughs) Here's me saying, can I have some money? (laughs) Uh, Businesses, small or large, offering a service or a product can use a proposal. Uh, Consultants, coaches, or entrepreneurs who want to quickly reach out to prospective clients and to offer the exact solution that those clients would desire. This is a really good way to do it. It's a very visual way. Um, It's interactive. And as Toby said, it helps people to move along. And we found that uh, we've, we've been working through this process uh, where we would, we have a call with somebody who's a prospective client. We say, okay, let's talk about next steps. We might send them a follow-up email. We might, uh, you know, keep in touch with them through email and texts and phone calls and still they don't move forward. But we have found that with an, with a proposal, a formal proposal, like we're going to show you today, we get response, uh, people. Understand that, you know, we are professionals, we take this very seriously, and they take it seriously as well. Uh, we have found in the past when all we've done was a follow-up email, we didn't get a response. It was like, you know, really having to pull at people to try to get them to move forward on anything.
1: Yeah, don't count on an email email. Uh, to pull your uh, prospective client into the next step back in the olden days, I used to design sales processes and I tried to limit the number of steps in the sales process. But within the first four, usually about the third step, the sales process required the submission of a proposal because at that point you've identified yourself to the client, you've understood the client's requirements, they should be ready for a proposal. And, um, And there's nothing that prevents you from iterating that process so that you can modify the proposal. And this gives them a chance to see if you understand what their requirements are, what their problems are, whether or not you know how to solve them. So when you present them with a proposal, you give them an indication, honestly, of how smart you are about this. Uh, And it gives them the opportunity to say, "Ah, I I don't think you get it, right? Uh, I'm going to go do business with somebody else. This gives them the opportunity instead to say, Hey, I like your proposal, but I would like to make some changes. Is that possible? And your answer to that is of course it is right up until the time you sign it. And we were both in agreement that this is how you want the project to uh, proceed. So, and, and that's how you get to the exact solution they desire. Because uh, again, in my in the olden days, it's much easier now that Shelly and I are working because we have a limited number of products and services, and there's a limited number of ways we implement those products and services. But back in the olden days, it was you know hundreds of products, uh, hundreds of solutions, uh, hundreds of services added to the products. And so you had to spend a little time out front with the client trying to figure out what you know, what they want exactly. And that's where the proposal comes in. That's where you feed back to them. This is what I heard your requirements. This is how we'd solve your problems. This is what we'd offer to solve those problems, etc. And then they can say, well, it's not quite it. you know, this is, you missed this requirement, or I I don't have this problem, but I do have this problem. And it looks like this line of products is almost there, but somehow or the other, I'm going to need this. And then you have to make a decision. Uh, You know, there's also the other nice thing about a proposal is there's a point at which you may realize this isn't the right client for you and you're not the right uh, service provider for them. Uh, We haven't had that. I've never had that happen. I usually, by the time I them up, submit a proposal, I'm in. I'm in pretty good now. With the, when you're working with the government, they put out the, what's called an RFP, a request for proposals, and basically it specifies what they want. To, and Chapter M, here's a memory for you. Chapter M in that RFP is always here's how we'd like you to con, uh, configure your proposal. Um, So they were very clear and they made a judgment. You got two opportunities to convince the government that you could do the job. One was the point at which you submitted your proposal. And then they gave everybody the opportunity for an oral presentation. And you'd go in and you would present your ideas. They would ask questions. They would ask you. And then that contract would be awarded. Sometimes they would have another round of refinements. They would say, look, everybody got this wrong. So we've rewritten this part of the specification you you have one month to rewrite your proposal and we'll go through the process all over again so th- i learned about this process this process of you know being asked for a proposal and submitting a proposal refining proposal until you're both on the same page in terms of the project resolution uh, i learned it you know working with the government for 30 years and uh, i brought it with me into this business and generally speaking I think up until recently, every project that we did was so different from every other that it was hard to have a consistent set of proposals, but I always had a contract and the contract always had the requirements in it. And they, they had to agree to that contract. They had to sign that contract. But this is a good way to move uh, the process forward, if you're, especially if you're like us where you're a two person business. You never get to see your client in person. You're always working online. Your clients are all over the world. And, and it's perfect for that because the products that are available to help us do this are also online products. We're gonna show you some of those in just a, just a little bit.
0: So why are we doing a proposal? Well, we want to increase our revenue by making more offers. And if you have proposal templates uh, set up for every one of your products, then you can easily just make adjustments to it and keep sending it out and sending it out, making more offers. It builds your library of offerings. So if, if you have a good template of, okay, we're going to, publish your book for you. We've got one for that. Uh, okay, we're going to produce your live stream for you. We've got one for that. You know, you can have a library of those proposals, which each one uh, covers an offering. And it helps you to really hone down exactly what goes into that offering and all of the value that you're offering as well. Uh, it improves our team communication It keeps us all on the same page. We know that uh, if it's on that proposal, then we are doing that work and anything else is extra uh, and, and it all, we, we can know where it's at. Okay. I already sent it off to the client. The client's opened it. They've looked at it. Uh, we're waiting to see if they sign it and pay for it. So, uh, we know where we're at on everything. Uh, if we have several proposals out at the same time, we know where each one is at. Um, we have an understanding of what works and what doesn't work. If we put out a proposal, a couple of, two, three times, and people are like, no, don't like it, no. Then we know we need to refine that because it's not working. And uh, it helps us to manage the pipeline and it gives us a reason to reach out to our clients. Hey, did you uh, need a proposal? Hey, have you seen that proposal? Have you opened that proposal? Did you have any thoughts on that proposal? Is there anything you wanted to change? You know, you have something, uh, you know, tangible to talk about and to work through with them. And uh, what changes can I make? You know, you ask the, the client, is there anything else that you need that I should add on or any changes you want to make? And lastly, it, it lends that credibility. Like I said, it it shows that you're very uh, serious and professional about what you're offering. It's uh, it's like having a business card. You know, you look more credible. If you have a beautiful proposal uh, that's streamlined and tells All the information that they need in one place, it looks very professional. Hey, these people have done this before, they know what they're doing, and it gives you that credibility.
1: So one of the important things about this process is that you you know that Shelly and I are always talking about the Johari window of uh, visibility, credibility, trust, and transformation. Uh, what the proposal is supporting. So they know you're out there. They know you do this kind of work. They've talked to you past the visibility stage. But by by uh, providing them this proposal with an offer in it, you're at the credibility stage. You're building credibility with them. And every time you have a conversation with them, that's what you're doing, building credibility. At the, the point at which they sign that proposal, you just hit the trust step because they've signed it. They believe that you can help them. When you've signed... Five of those proposals with the same client, you're in the transformation stage. They trust you so much, they're going to ask you to help them change their business, Uh, and that's another way to measure why these uh, why archiving these proposals are so important because you can track them in that way as uh, as well. So using it as a way to build credibility uh, is is a a documented way. Like if if uh, if you're looking at your um uh not activities at, at, number counts i have this many proposals how many that does
0: your uh, your analytics your analytics wow
1: <laughs> thank god i'm i'm getting older slowly <laughs> so whenever you're looking at your analytics you can see here's how many pro- proposes i've drafted proposals i've drafted here's how many i've submitted here's how many were accepted here's how many were changed and re-accepted. Here's how many never, they basically said no. So you have those analytics to look at and determine how are you doing from that visibility to trust uh, to transformation uh, stages in your business? Uh, Because it's good to know that because again, if you can do this often enough, if enough of these people are trusting you enough to sign that proposal leading to a contract and then sending you payments until the project, they're gonna talk to other people. So the next time it comes up for someone, we get people who say, you know, uh, I was watching the work that you did with my friend Bob, and I'd like to do the same thing. And they get the same proposal. Now, exactly the same. The only thing we change is names and addresses and things like that. They may not always want that, but they can. that's a good place to start because we know that proposal has worked in the past. So, Mary says, let's see, when I contracted, had a client, was good with the cost, end of the job, he wanted another wall redone in oil base, he had to do another contract, he wasn't happy with the extra cost. That, you know, that's not in general, clients are never happy with the extra cost. Uh, But there has to be something that says, well, wait a minute, this is extra work, so this is going to be extra cost. So, we have a clause in our contract that says, if there are requirements above and beyond the scope of this contract, it's another proposal and another contract. And we make that clear so that they just can't say, could you add this? Nope, that wasn't in the proposal to begin with. And your contract says, and I'll make that distinction in just a bit. The contract says that's another proposal and contract. Mm-hmm. So also, let me see, uh, uh you don't even try to get uh, let me see let me just read this on here you don't even try to get a government contract without an attorney well so that is mostly true if you look at the way that government contracts are distributed they go mostly to corporations who have a legal branch there was an area of con- of contracting that was for was designed for the independent contractor meaning it was a one press sole source well, not necessarily sole source, but a one-person contract. I did have an attorney who was a Washington attorney who did uh, specialize in contract law, but I had been around after 30 years that w- once I saw the proposal, uh, I kind of knew where it was and what they wanted. And again, sometimes they were sole source. Sometimes they were, I would say about 25% of the contracts that I did in Washington were sole source. They literally wrote the contract for me and it's legal to do that for in- independent contractors. So they could say, this person knows exactly what we want. They do exactly what we want them to do. So we're going to sole source that contract. They would get some pushback, but I, in 30 years, like I said, I never had anybody push back so far. Um, yeah, see, see, Jim says it depends. There are, there's are some good sole source uh, opportunities and yeah, the, uh, The CBD, the Commerce Commerce Business Daily, is where you find out the government contracts that are the RFPs that are being released. And uh, it used to be literally a, a... small newspaper. I mean, it was on newsprint and it came out every day and you had to go find out where where it was. And it was in the lobby of all the uh, government offices downtown, but now it's online. So you can go to the CBD, you can see if it's something sole source. Now you have to be, you have to go through the contracting registration process uh, because not everybody can just pop up and say, Hey, I want to bid on that contract. You, you have to be a certified contractor to do that. And uh, fortunately I had the time uh, to do that. But that's where I learned about proposals. Um, let's go to the next one. So when do you uh, do proposals? When
0: do you do proposals? Well, as soon as the prospective client asks for one, but it's also good to offer one at the end of every related conversation. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we can do work together. It uh, Sounds like I can solve this problem for you. Where can I send a proposal? And then they'll say, oh, gosh that's great that you want to, you know, that you, we can move right along, right? They they might get excited about, hey, somebody's going to solve my problem and it's moving forward now. And, uh, the client that we just recently got, she was thrilled because she, she's been trying to move to the next step for a couple of years. Since and so when we sent her a proposal right away and said, here you go, here's what we'll do. Here's, here's, You know, everything laid out and here's what we need from you. Uh, she saw that and and she had a tangible thing to show to her husband and to make her feel like this is moving forward. And she was very excited about that.
1: She sent us a very nice email. I'd read it to you, but uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) or if the client is asking you, um, well, I'm very interested in having this done. How much does it cost? Well, let me send you a proposal, uh, or a suspect that's somebody who's may be a prospective client but you're not quite sure yet but they say what do you do what does your company do what do you guys do how how do how do you work what what is your process and then you can say well let me send you a proposal and you'll you'll have all the information then
1: and you'd be surprised how often that works and doesn't work and sometimes when it doesn't work it's actually good uh the point about here is um when when do you send it um the the proposal is a step in your sales process, right? It doesn't make any difference what your sales process is like. But when you're at proposal stage, it's one step and proposal signed is a step that follows that. But you should use it as an opportunity every time you speak with a client, uh, even if you say, can I send you a sample proposal? right? So you get an idea of how we work. Always offer to send one, even if it isn't the proposal that has their signature block on it, because that formalizes the process. The other thing that Shelly mentioned, which is really important, because you don't want to answer this question when they say, so how much do you guys cost? I, If you could avoid answering that question, it may push you. Some guys know I got to push them to find out. That's an opportunity to say, well, let me send you one of our sample proposals. It has the pricing model on it, so that way you get another, you get the opportunity to put your proposal uh, out in front of them. And then uh, occasionally you'll have someone, and we just we have someone that's uh, contacting us, and they they're thinking about publishing a book, and can you tell me how much it costs? And I could have the money and such and such. Can we, you know, start things? And the answer to that, when you're getting those kinds of questions uh is well let me send you a sample proposal so you understand what we do and sometimes that you know this is a hard phrase for me to use because i don't like shutting the door on anybody but sometimes it makes them realize that you're serious about your business and this is not just saying can you can you publish my book uh and and expecting us to say well heck yeah we can you know um we don't, uh, we don't treat it that way. We treat it very seriously. It's our business, and we want you to treat it as seriously as, uh, as uh, we do.
0: That's right. It, it provides clarity for the client. Right. They see that. They go, okay, I now I understand exactly what they do, exactly what's needed from me, and the bottom line of how much it's going to cost, and I can plan for that, and I can either take this next step forward, or I can say no. So it gives them that clarity to help them make that decision. Um, So how do you make a proposal? Well, uh, there are many ways, but we've discovered a a brand new product that we just love and uh, we started using. It comes from AppSumo.com. And AppSumo is sort of a marketplace for uh, online applications, uh, programs that you can use. Uh, Most of the time it offers things that... Uh, normally, you would have to have a subscription for, you would pay monthly for it, but through AppSumo, you can purchase the product and then it's yours and you don't have to make those monthly uh, subscription payments. So we love AppSumo for that reason.
1: AppSumo we feel is like one of the best software sources, application sources, resources that you can have for if you're a small business. And it doesn't make any difference if you're a digital business like ours or I was just speaking to a gentleman outside who was doing some brick work for uh, my neighbor. And I said, uh, I asked him, do you do concrete work as well. He says, I do both. And I said, can you ha- Can I have your business card? And he said, oh, I don't have a business card. And my first reaction to that is it is not, oh, the heck with that. I'll just do business with you anyway. My first reaction to that is how serious are you about your business? Mm-hmm. And when I invite him to look at my house and tell him the back of my house and tell him what I want, I'm going to expect a proposal. And if he says, oh, I'll, I'll charge you X number of bucks. And here's what, here's, I can do it next Saturday. That makes me feel immediately uncomfortable. It makes anybody feel immediately uncomfortable because it sounds like, you know, this, this guy's not actually a business. I don't have any, any place to go where there's not a contract. So, Uh, this is one way to give uh, your client the confidence that you know what you're talking about and what you're doing. That's right. So um, let's go on and I want to show you a couple of these things first. I'm going to add this to the stream right now. This is AppSumo, A-P-P-S-U-M-O. And AppSumo is a software marketplace, an application marketplace. But the biggest difference between AppSumo and other application software marketplaces uh, are that AppSumo Uh, doesn't work with um, subscription-based applications. If you put an application on AppSumo, it's a flat fee, even though you may be a subscription-based company. Uh, But when you offer it on AppSumo, uh, you have to say, as you can see down here, you have to offer a discount price, $79 versus 360. I'll put my mouse right here. $79 versus 360. Um, And you have to do a lifetime deal. So you can see up here, it says lifetime deal. So you only buy it once. Now, what these guys have done is they give you a basic product. And then once you buy the lifetime deal, they can offer you some upgrades. Okay. But Absumo requires them to give you a useful lifetime deal. I'll show you an example of that in just a minute. So they have some of the ones, the deals on the front that um, that uh, they're uh, you know trying to uh, promote uh, right here. And it varies. All of these varies. But actually, I was looking for an audio editor because I have a friend of mine that's doing some audio work and she doesn't want to use the, the more complex applications. I recommended Audacity to her, which is free, but Audacity is a free, it's just gotten so sophisticated that you, you have to do training. So I was looking for some up for her, some up for her that I can send her. Uh, but let's go back to our proposals and I'm going to enter proposals up there and I'll get a list. And what you have to notice right away is that these deals are temporary. So you can see right here, this one says it's sold out. So we can't buy that deal anymore. That doesn't mean that super okay isn't out there uh, anymore, but you can't get this deal. You'd have to do the subscription that they uh, offer. So when I look for proposals, um, there's going to be companies like, because they know SEO, they'll put in uh software applications that aren't necessarily proposal software, like this one says, a comprehensive white labor platform to manage employees' finances and projects. White label. What did I say?
0: White labor. Oh. (laughs) It's like a very Freudian I'd better uh, better specify what that actually Yeah, that's a
1: white label. Uh, So you have to be cautious and look for the ones that you want. You can also see some deals here. That are sold out. The other thing that you have to be cautious of is there's people that will give you in this case, and, and I'm not, this is not criticism. You can find anything you want, but this is a, ca- a class for $47 on how to write proposals and spruce them up so that they look good. That's not a bad deal. Here's one that's sold out. Here's the one we ended up with. It's called Proposa, Lifetime Deal for $49. And we found it. The, the version that we got for lifetime deal is plenty enough for us there's nothing there that i would say i want i'm gonna say this so correct me if i'm wrong hmm. nothing there that i would say we want to upgrade we have everything with a lifetime deal that we oh, yeah need. yeah I mean
0: yeah <clears throat> we got everything we needed right. if you're a larger company you might want to you know a higher level but for uh entrepreneurs or uh, consultants this is a really good product
1: right. And it has, uh, you can see the ratings are uh, average customer ratings are in tacos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And this is a four uh, out of five rating with six reviews. This is also, as you can see right here, uh, an AppSumo Select. And that means they've reviewed it and they've actually made a video about it of their review and whether they recommend it or not. So when you click on that, it opens up the proposal window, gives you the opportunity to buy now, as you can see up here, starting at $49. There are, you can see, what are the alternative plans? What are you getting? So these are the plans and features. Uh, and here's the the tiers, so you for $49, you would get, they, th- this is how they usually do it. It's the number of users, the number of times you can build a proposal. So you can do four, up to four users for $49 and 30 published proposals active at one time. We don't, uh, we haven't had 30 active, pro- that would be a, a dream of ours <laughs> to have 30 active proposals. License tier two is $99, six users, 50 published proposals and white labeling. And what that means is at the bottom of every pro- proposal, it says, Proposal and it has their city that they're in. So that goes away. It's not a bunch of, it's It's just like I said at the bottom of the proposal. Yeah, it's just a tiny thing. And anyway. then for $169, you get 12 users, 100 published proposals, white labeling, and behavior analysis. Good. Can you select another two? Oh, they have more license tiers. Let's see what yeah. five is just for the fun of it.
0: So if you're a very large company, uh, yeah. you can still use this product. You just want to upgrade to what you need.
1: So if you have a number of salespeople uh, in offices all over the United States, license tier five for 499 gives you 70 users and unlimited published proposals. So uh, you don't need it. We went with license tier one and because it has everything we wanted. Now I will tell you their PDF export here, I think it, it's still in beta. They said yeah. it was in beta. Yeah, they warned us it was in beta, and indeed there was it wasn't bad, but there was a couple of little like logos, formatting yeah, formatting issues. and logo layovers. So it isn't bad. They'll they're gonna do it. So then you can go down and you can see the reviews and any questions somebody has. Sometimes you will also somebody will have uh, videos. They'll add videos to it and walkthroughs. So they have all of this information before you make a decide a decision to buy samples of the templates. We're going to show you those in just a minute, and then here's their sales pitch video on You. It comes from YouTube, but you can see it here, and they talk about how proposal works. So you get a lot of information before you can you need to make the buying decision. And again, all I did was I went to uh, AppSumo and I entered uh, proposals in the uh, search bar yeah so i will and, show you oh, uh, we
0: really like Appsumo because if for some reason you do not like it you have i believe it will tell you as you're purchasing if you have a refund uh policy on it and most of them i believe have at least a 30-day 30 day refund yeah so if you get it and you say you know what this isn't what i thought it was going to be uh it's not going to work for me you just let appsumo know I don't want this it's not going to work for me and they will offer you a refund either in credits or re- refunding uh, the amount you back pay. to your card
1: yeah we just had that experience we were we picked a new uh, email management software and it was another product that went uh, that was different from it but it created um, HTML emails fancy email
0: modules yeah
1: yeah and we got that because it looked like a lot of fun Shelly's really good at that. Uh, And we realized that the tier of email service provider we got didn't handle HTML. And we're okay with that. We don't need the HTML necessarily, but it meant we had to go back. There's literally a one-click process. You, Well, it's two clicks. So you press, I want a refund. uh, And then they say kind of like what made you decide, and it has a list of options. It doesn't work for us. And instantly get, they ask you, do you want credit, Absumo credit, or do you want it to go back to your credit card? We always take the Absumo credit because we're going to buy some more stuff. (laughs) So, uh, but the cool thing about it is you have an Absumo account. And one of the things that it tells you, aside from the profile email setting rewards. So you can see down here in rewards, we have a credit balance of $49. We also have a coupon. Mm -hmm. What's that about? I don't know.
0: Fifteen percent off
1: credit. 50. so we got a fifteen percent off. Uh, so we can apply that to the next thing we buy. Plus, we could get something for f- practically free. Almost, yeah. yeah. Uh, but one of the nice things that they do is they keep track not only of the products that you buy, but that the, where you are in what state, what, uh, what state of the purchase you're in. So when I open this, these are a list of the products that we bought, purchased from AppSumo, um, and you can see we've either activated or redeemed everything except chaos control. Did we ask for a yeah, refund we, on we that? Did,
0: no, we did it, we used it. We I did? Just, yeah, I just didn't hit the button. Oh, oh, okay. You didn't hit the button, one of all us right. didn't hit the button.
1: Okay, so uh, we have all these, this SendFox right here is our new uh, email. We, we were looking for combinations of uh, softwares that we didn't have to, we, we subscribed to these and they were costing us a hundred bucks a month. And so not, I mean the total. Was a 100 bucks a month worth of subscriptions. We thought, let's just spend $49 one time and we have that from now on. So we got uh, SendFox, which is our new email service provider. We got TidyCat, not
0: TidyCal,
1: TidyCal for our calendaring. And we got Proposal for our proposal. uh, Proposal for our proposals. Yes. So if you're not familiar, if you're having to acquire applications. Now, the other thing you have to remember. Some of these applications will have counterparts counterparts for smartphones. We, our workspace is here on the desktop. So these applications work on the desktop and, or in the cloud for the desktop. <clears throat> and uh, we prefer it that way. So we've got some others that we just got and we haven't actually tried. Uh, and as I said, you saw that I had that, uh, uh, oops, wrong way. uh, (laughs) he's going to
0: buy stuff now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I got some money to spend. So let's buy it. Come in. There we go. So we do have some, we have that uh, credit balance that we did for the refund plus a, um, coupon. And if you stick around to the end, uh, if you buy something from, uh, we have a, a, um, a code. A code for you, what, but it's called, what else is it called? It's a discount code. Discount code. So if you use this discount code to buy whatever you buy from Soft uh, from AppSumo, it gives you a $10, you know, $10 what am I going to do? do when you're not around next week? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna it's only Saturday. You. You'll what's be fine the, on What's Saturday. the word that I'm looking for? Um So if you use this code, our discount code that we give you at the end of the show to buy a product from AppSumo, you get a $10 Uh, So are you going to
0: show them Proposa?
1: Yes, I am. So let's go over to Proposa. And um, Proposa starts, this is our, our Proposa app. And you can see it has a dashboard. I can't show you that because that has confidential information on it. Proposals. It has templates, which is the best place to start with the templates. And it has a variety of templates to work with right? You can actually, if you want to give them more money, uh, you can get additional templates. We don't need them. What you do is you find one. Here's one for marketing. Uh, Here's one for all purpose web design. Uh, I think the one we used for book publishing was, let me see. I can tell by the picture, the all purpose one. Yeah. The all purpose number one. So uh, you can do that. And then when you uh, click on the button up here at the top that says, create new, you press that button, it says what template do you wanna start or do you wanna create one from scratch? And the reason you can say I wanna create one from scratch is every time you create a proposal block, you can save it. So you can actually create proposals just by grabbing blocks that you've created in past proposals. In the government, we used to call that boilerplate. So you can save your boilerplate with each proposal that you submit and then you can incorporate it into um into your upcoming proposal so I'm gonna I'm gonna just pick this one um I'm I'm not sure what it is but we'll pick it and go with it. Hang on. So you get to browse the uh just click templates use template so let's just go with that. So that's a use template. You give it a title um what what's a good title? Marketing. White. <laughs> I don't know Source so it's a marketing uh, I get this. Okay. So, white source, your live stream. That is not the word that I want. White label, live stream. So that's the theme. Uh, we're gonna select the options for uh, are the portrait or landscape. Here's where the title will be, I'm sorry, where the proposal will be stored online. And that's a link that's permanent. Um, we make money in US dollars and we'll throw in a number of, oh, I don't know, $10,000. $10,000, okay? And then, Uh, So I have a team that consists of myself and Shelly and I'm going to say Shelly can work on this too And that way she can sign on she's one of the four users. She can sign on to add or edit uh, to the proposal So we can continue there We got a good start and what it does at this point is it gives you a proposal and as you can see It has all these blocks these boxes Uh, It has what it calls the marketing proposal for this is who you're writing it for the executive summary that's one box The uh, quote, they do quotes, they like quotes. Uh, Objectives and goals. So this is what, this is a bulleted list. Um, Journey starts here, a methodology. And then this is uh, double. um, Columns. Columns. And they add information with with, uh, pictures and things like that. And how you're gonna execute a little bit about yourself, your project plan and your project team. And then I, we did one of these, and of course there's only two of us on our project team, just me and Shelly, but this is a good way you can present that. And now, because we have that already built, um, and that's the signature block, okay? So one of the things that you can do, so I'm gonna take this up, we're gonna do. We're going to look across the top first. So one of the things that you can do is put information in here that's important to it. So the title is, white label your live stream, the layout is portrait, is the signature required? We always use this box. We insist that our clients sign the proposal. That doesn't necessarily mean that they've agreed to the contract terms or that they're going to pay anything. We do have, there's a block in our box that says here are the terms and conditions. You're going to pay this much to start, this much when it's finished to your satisfaction, etc. But uh, after they do that, uh, they're presented a box in which to digitally sign their name. You're going to get a message. We get a message when they open it and look at it. No matter how many times they open it and look at it, they we get a message, an email comes to both of us because we're on the team, that, um, that, that uh, it's been opened. And then we get a message that it's been signed. So when it's been signed, we know that they've agreed to that proposal. If they open it three or four times and then I get an email saying, Toby, Shelley, I have some questions about your proposal. At least I know I can I can write back and schedule, you know, send him a link to the calendar that way he can he or she can schedule a date and time. and we can talk about that. I can modify the proposal because it's it, I can go back and edit one that I've, I've published and I can send them another proposal. I, I can send them a change to the proposal. <clears throat> so I always add that, we, we throw in our company URL here. And as you can see, a lot of these boxes are already filled in. So uh, collaborators, and I'm gonna save that. The next to that is rearrange. So if you look at this proposal, the template that they've given you, and you're not necessarily comfortable with how it looks, let's say you wanna put your case study up above the goals. Uh, Then you can do that so you can rearrange each of the uh, I call them blocks I don't know what else to call them blocks in the proposal. You're welcome to do that And that goes all the way down to the bottom so if you want to start and move your team right up here to quote uh, Or or above quote and you really don't need the quote you can click on that and you'll get a chance to uh, Delete that in just a sec. All right, so we're gonna go to save that Viewport is tells you every time you click on that, it tells you how the proposal is gonna look this, in this case on a smartphone and then on a desktop, I'm sorry, in a um, tablet tablet, and then on a desktop. So you can just keep clicking that and it, and it adjusts it for you. So you can make sure that when your client sees it, if they look at it on their smartphone, it'll make sense. You can write a schedule as to when it expires. We always make our proposals uh, for 30 days. Um, we tell the client and it will tell them when they get the first email that the proposal expires in 30 days because you don't want a situation where you write a proposal in uh, May and the client comes back in August and says, hey, I'm going to accept that proposal you sent me. They have 30 days and 30 days is a long time. I'd like to make it 15, but I'm generous that way. I can put a password on it or if I want, I can change the theme to anything else that I want. I can literally do that. Right, and it changes it. And it, what it's doing is it's changing the organization of it. And the fonts. And the fonts, yeah. Okay, so I'm in the what's called the cover block. You can see it right there, the cover block. And I wanna edit that block. So I'm gonna go here and it opens up a window on the left side for me. And as you can see, the important thing to remember is there's two parts to this block edit. One is the design and the other is content. So in the design, um, I, I can decide whether I want to add this to the table of contents. So if it's a significantly sized proposal and you don't want your client uh, to spend that much time going through it, you can say, I want to put a table of contents up front and add it to the table of contents. I've got a choice of a light uh, uh, scheme or a dark scheme. You can see... Uh, the difference between the two. I've always liked the light. I can add columns. This one is a single column. You can see that is effectively with all that information on there. It's just one column. I can use a background color or an image. If I change color, it just goes to that. And I I can decide which color I want. Now, when I get a client who I know it is, you know what they do, I can start putting the images in there that help it. I don't put images on every page, but if it's a client that just wants a sample, I just may, I give it colors because I won't save, I, I won't do that until uh, I they're actually doing business with us, so a final image. And you can just select the cover image from, Any place in your library of images, you can remove this. Masking the background is clicked on here, and um, the reason you do that is because it adjusts the uh, uh, transparency of the background. So if you have a background that's too dark and it competes with the text like this one, you want to mask that just a little bit so that it uh, it reduces the transparency. That's exactly what it's doing. All right, then let's say you wanna change the text and I'm gonna say um, AGK Media Studio Proposal. No. And studio. I used to be able to type without looking at the keyboard. Can't do that anymore. Studio Proposal and uh, the heading is, uh, you know, Bob's, I'll check channel <laughs> <laughs> and it's changing it right And then it gives you some text so you're changing all the paragraphs in there. So if I wanted to, it says it size 1x is really, really small. But when you have something like this, where there's not much in it, you do it two X and that increases the size of everything in the content. Now this is set up for one column. And the reason is I set up or the template set up for one column, but I can make more columns. I can make two columns and I can make two columns that are evenly sized, two columns that where the left is larger than the right and two columns where the right is le- larger than the left. And I can change that right now. So I'll make another column And you can see that I have all this space to work with over here. And you'll see now that I have column one and column two. So I can start putting in there tags. Hey, I like them. So, so, hey. so that's again, and if I don't like column one and column two, I can go back to design. I can change it back to column one. If I like uh, the content, but I want it to be less obvious that I like them, I can use the uh, column left dominant uh, format. So it's real easy to use. Now I can go down to any of these, right? And you can see that as I bring it to the top of the screen, oops, I got to save this. So to bring this next one to the top of the screen, they call this executive summary and they make it, I can already predict for you. They gave it the title executive summary. It's light because there's no dark background, one column and then content is they always have a tag, a heading and the content itself. So uh, if for example, I wanted to add an image to that, I could change that image. I could choose the image, it would come up from it would come up from my desktop or or where I store my images and then it would add that image to it. I don't know. Is this the one or am I thinking of? Yeah. So I have some images in here. I can also get, they have stock images. Uh, They have a direct link to files that I want to upload. They can go to my Google drive. So let's just say, eh, we'll just throw the stairs images in there. Oh, that is way too dark. So we're gonna go to the light layout and we're gonna mask off the background. So that looks better, right? So uh, it's very flexible when you're defining your proposals. You don't have to put, you're basically putting in this number of blocks, right? That you start with the template. If you decide, let me go down here and find something. I like the project team. I can, it's a, they call this the slideshow format, right? Let me save that and I can show you. So this is one of the formats they offer. And they call it the slideshow design. Um, And again, it has all the basic stuff in terms of the content. It has about us, uh, the project, and then the slideshow format. And that's that thing right there. I'm going to take going too long. Mm-hmm. okay oh we got to get going okay uh anyway the point that i want to make with all this is that um yeah. Man. is that <laughs> did we finish our t- our slides yet there, there we there go. go so let me copy oh I can't copy it from there damn gamut so. all right tell them about that
0: so oh, once again, uh, this code will get you $10 off any product you buy from AppSumo. It's http colon slash slash the letter F by B-U-Y dot me slash the letter V like Victor slash T Yunus underline two. <laughs> do, We're it. gonna oh, add it. that to our description box yeah, let me put so that uh, you can just copy it and paste that and go to AppSumo and you can purchase something with a $10 discount. So uh, yay. Should yay do. us.
1: fby.me slash v slash tunis underscore two, is that right? Yeah. Okay, it's in mm-hmm. the chat room. Next slide. Wait, let me. I, I want to check real quick, see so if I had any. Um, depends, oh, Mary and Jim are talking. Mm-hmm. Next for, slide. Uh, okay, next slide.
0: Okay. Lastly, we published a book on Amazon, as you know, called Livecast Life, The Content Creator Lifestyle. And Part of that lifestyle is making offers. It's great to create content, uh, but the second half of that is offering your services or your products to people uh, so that there can be some sort of an exchange going on. Um, And you can get our book at book.livecast.life and learn more about how to do that.
1: So... um I had a very good friend that worked for a software company. Uh the software company was originally from California, but he was with their federal government branch in DC. And he was in marketing, but he wanted to go into sales. And he just felt like he didn't have the sales personality. And so I used to I, I used to talk to him about what a sales personality is and what elements you have to de- uh you have to deliver. And I said, "If you're not comfortable in sales, start with a proposal." Right? All you have to do is visit with the client, listen to what, you don't have to talk. You don't have to sell anything. Have a conversation with the client. You ask most of the questions, you document all their answers, and you finish up by writing a proposal and sending it to them. And proposals are designed to get an answer of yes without having to ask any more questions. You should be able to answer all the questions in your proposal. If they do have questions, then at a minimum, what you're going to get is a call saying, Toby, I have some questions about this proposal you sent me. And so it's a good place if you're not comfortable with, uh, and I don't see why people aren't comfortable with selling, but but if you're not comfortable with selling, knowing how to do a proposal is a way around, a real easy way around that.
0: Once again, we hope that you will want to join the AGK Media Studio community by signing up for our newsletter at news.agkmedia.studio. You'll get weekly personalized updates, helpful information, and links for our shows, behind the scenes photos, sometimes baby pictures, uh, free offers for training and books, and digital marketing news and insights. So please do sign up. Join our community at news.agkmedia.studio. That's our show for today live cast live... Toby Eunice we hope that you got some great information today and use that coupon at app and get your ten dollars off and we look forward to seeing you again next week
1: we also look forward to seeing you at seven uh seven o'clock tonight on news and views we're going to talk about world events and uh we also have a giveaway so join us for the giveaway
0: Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices too. Check the show notes for links and
1: resources and please come back again next week.